This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 52 of Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we talk with dressage judge Carter Bass about what changes we'd like to see in the equine industry in 2018. Hedwig gives her New Year's resolutions. In Tigapedia, we talk about nutritional tips for traveling horses. And in Coffee Clatch, we share our New Year's resolution. Listen in. Hey, Tig. <laughs> hey, Jennifer. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy almost New Year. Yeah. You right ready around for the cr- corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girls. <laughs> it's, you know, it's never a bad time to have a good laugh. No, it never is. It's always a good time to have a good laugh. Always. We What's are new? We are winding down on the year. I know. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's been a... 2017 was hard for a lot of people. And I think it there's was. a lot of people uh, that are anxious to get that over over with. Um, and there's I'm a always lot a, to look forward to in 2018. We've got the Winter Olympics. Which is always The fun. World Equestrian Games. I yep. Mean, it's, it's a big year. Yeah, it'll it, yeah, it will be fun. And, I love uh, the Olympics. I know I do too. I love what, the Winter Olympics. What's your favorite Winter Olympic sport to watch? I really love ice skating, but I want to say something cool like curling. <laughs> 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 but I really hate that. I secretly hate it. <laughs> but I, I love I love the skating. I love the figure yeah, skating. Yeah, I love it's the skating, amazing. and I love the um, you know slalom skiing downhill. Yeah. And bobsled. I've become a bobsled. I love bobsled. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I I think that's just great. Although you wouldn't catch me dead in one of those things. No, me either. It's for watching. It's not for... Yeah, it's watching. It's it's like figure skating. That's a watching sport. Yes. (laughs) You know, Hedwig's um, servant was a figure skater. No. I did not know that. Yep. Oh wow, that's kind of well, and, and wow, and then and she got into dressage, which makes sense. Don't remember our old friend from Charlottesville that was a figure skater and a went very that famous way. figure skater he was. A, a and nice that I dancer. did not know. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, interesting. Do now, do, yeah. do either of you ever watch curling? Oh my god! Well, I mean, I've watched right. it. <laughs> I've watched it, and then I, I fell asleep. It. Yeah, I don't either. I love watching. I love watching curling. (laughs) It's just weird. I mean, it's kind of you know. Well, that's what I love about it. It's just so bizarre. It's like watching a train wreck. Yeah, I I do love speed skating, especially if there's a really hot speed skater. Not hot like cute, but hot like really good. You remember that little guy in the last Olympics? I can't remember his name, but he was like five two, but he was a speed demon. And they can get so low, and they go so fast. And the just how they can stay balanced, I I, I think it's amazing. No, they are amazing. That is, I, speed skating is amazing. But it is, it is always so shocking to me. And I, this is going to sound kind of dumb. When they crash, how 
bad at it. Like you don't realize how fast they're going until they crash. And but you see how long their blades are on their skates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crap. I thought you were going to say how long. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, Patty. No. Wait, wait. I thought I thought you were going to say how long their hands were, and I was like, what does that have to do with anything? But I didn't say it. Okay. I mean, I did say it, but not during the moment. And don't yeah. forget ski jumping. I don't think I've watched that. Now, see, now I, I watch that. I I want to watch ski jumping, but I watched the ABC's Wide World of Sports for so oh, many years, featuring that classic crash. Oh my gosh! That, I, I, I just that, cringe yeah. the whole time. I'm exhausted after I watch three people jump because I'm just going, "Oh, they're gonna die!" <laughs> I, I get it. vertigo watching them climb. Yeah. Up. Holy crow! Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you know, the Winter Olympics, they're, they're amazing athletes. Yeah. I yeah, actually, they are. I actually like watching, I think, the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Olympics. I think yeah, the I Summer think Olympics, I mean, I it's fun. Too. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously interested in the Summer Olympics for the horse stuff. But I yeah. think the Winter Olympics is far more fun. Yeah. And the hockey, especially when it gets down to the medal group. Yeah. You know, God, they're, they're just, it's so exciting. For me, it's you're, well, you're a little bit of an Olympic junkie, I think, Tiggs. I mean, you're, you're yeah, like, I was knew? like, yeah, I watch figure skating. Let's move on. You've named every sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except impressive. girling. I don't, I don't stay up late to watch the metal, medals, the curling, or the yeah. cross-country skiing. Yeah. Now, yeah, that's something I can't watch, the cross-country skiing. Even, well, I mean, what are you watching? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, okay, there they go. It's like watching it's, somebody walk the dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Without Except the dog. Such a hard sport. I mean, I don't know if you've ever cross country skied, but whoa. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you now. <laughs> well, we will be uh we will be talking more about the Winter Olympics uh, when we get closer to it on Healthy Critters. But we've got Carter Bass coming up, so let's talk to her because she always has something to say. And she makes <laughs> us laugh. And she does. Stay tuned. Hello. Hey, Carter. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How about yourself? Happy holidays. Same to you. So, Tiggy. Yes. We've got Cartier here. So what everybody needs to know is that the three of us go way back. So we way, 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 way back. back. Well, I don't go that way. They're way, I'm just way, way back. <laughs> I remember Yo. you back in the 80s, Miss Carucci. <laughs> don't talk about those yellow shorts again. Uh, <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> So, so uh, why don't we, inter- Tigger, why don't you introduce who Carter is and what she's done and why we like her so much? <laughs> well, Carter's one of the most fun people on the planet. Let's True. just start Aww. there. Um, she's an estressage judge. She's a large R breed show judge. She's a USDF bronze, silver, and gold medalist. And we've been friends for, <laughs> for a thousand well, years. A thousand and, yeah, a thousand and one years. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's coming on 30. I think it'll be 30 here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think it was 1988. Yeah, but I think it was 88 we met. Well, she was. Well, and my horse was on the cover of Tigger's uh, Equigenesis. Old company. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. Yes, Winfair. She was a cover girl. Oh. Yeah. And and the story of of Carter's dog Leah and my dog <laughs> Wookie spending their first winter in Florida where we met Patty yes. is in the book The World According to Kimasabi. That oh, just that will be fun. December. Yeah. Oh, 1. I- I have to start from the front, but I have to admit, I, I've started reading that chapter first, and it's hysterical. Oh, I, I, oh, I can't the, wait. My name is Cece. Cece. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Catherine Carter. Which I didn't I know, know, by I the love, way, Carter. I didn't know it was Catherine I, Carter after all these years. Did. No, yes, I had no did. idea. I just thought it was Cartier. <laughs> <laughs> it is the greatest chapter. I have laughed. I Oh, gosh, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, Leah come, Wookie come, Leah come, Wookie yeah. come. I can't wait to read it. I can't wait oh, to read it. It was a, it's so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> and it's, it's scary. It's every bit of it is true. Yes. The oh, two I believe, girls yeah. are, are horses being best friends, our <laughs> dogs being best friends and terrorists. Um, <sighs> they would they would chase every dog from the main barn back. Past the arenas, they would never let them back to their squirrel area because no, no you know, that was their territory. That was their territory, and, and no one went past the bleachers, and that was it. And That's so um, funny. Oh, they they and Wookie would start it. My dog, of course, was a big, ominous-looking one, and Wookie was a little black thing, and she took off like a bullet after these dogs it was great send them right back to the grand prix barn <laughs> yeah well don't you remember patty i've included this the nicknames we gave for some of the people there they're in the the chapter oh are you oh, serious kidding. butter oh no butter. oh yes oh no. oh yes oh yes and 411 oh, no. remember 411 was butter correct well, uh, how did your horse go today? Like butter. butter. Like butter. Oh, yes. 411 was the information. Information, yes. yes. But she was yes. also butter. Butter. Right? Yes, she was butter. She was, yes. They were one and the same. Oh, my gosh. That oh. is so funny. Uh, well, so anyway. I told you, Yeah, I was going to say, okay, we got to stay back on track. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, why do we, we want to talk to Carter today? Ticker, would you <laughs> like to wanna- share with Yes, we want to talk about changes we, each one of us, or all three of us, or all four of us, um, would like to see in 2018 in the equine industry. And Carter and I have already talked about this a little bit, so I'm going to let her go first. Well, um, there are changes that have occurred recently um, in the Federal Equestrian International area. Mm-hmm. where they have changed the general impression scores at the bottom of the test to only include one score for rider. So there's been a lot of judges who have come forth and, and are very, very upset about it because they feel that gates, impulsion, and submission also are equally, if not as much uh, or more important um, to give the riders feedback to what's going on. But mm-hmm. we're going to have to deal with that. It went through and, um, the high, the dropping, the high and low marks did not go through, so that won't happen. But we're all going to have to just come up with one rider score at the bottom of the test, um, mm. with the rider's position and the effect of the aids. So that's one new thing that's going to happen that a lot of people are very concerned about. But one thing um, I 
having judged a lot of FBI recently in the last five years, um, have been noticing a lot more riders going in snaffles in the FBI divisions. And I really like that. I like to yeah, see I like it. I like to, oh, yeah. yeah, that a horse can be soft and through and happy and perform just as well as a horse in a double bridle. Mm-hmm. And I see much more comfort in horses' faces and in their ability to keep their mouths quiet and closed and, and all of that. And I love that. So my thought, it's gone back and forth a couple of times, is to um, maybe think about not having the double bridle in third level. Um, again, mm. it, we, it, we had it, then it went away, and then it came back. And, and I see so many people who don't have good seats and don't have secure um, positions and don't have secure balance you know, balancing off their hands a little bit and the horses look so unhappy and, mm-hmm. and the mouths are open and it just, it's, it's difficult to watch. And, yeah, um, but... yeah. And there's so many different varieties of snapples. Now I, I just can't help but think that, that, you know, there's the Boche snapple that gives you pole pressure and, and other things like that, that, um, that can be used in lieu of a double bridle that, um, that I think that amateurs that riding in, in the levels that need a little help can get versus yep. a double bar. So that, yep. that was one of my thoughts. I'd like to see change. I don't know if that would come up again, but it could certainly be brought up and, and cause see. that, that was a, see. that was on the table the last time around, wasn't it? I, you know, I'm not sure of that. It was four I'm years ago. Sure Remember they were, they wanted to, to take it from a uh, third level. I thought, well, they've gone back and oh. forth. Yeah. They've, Yes, I don't know. It's been in yeah. for a few years, then it was out. Now it's back in. Yeah. Right. Right. So that was one thing that I, I that I would like to see is that it stays at fourth level and above. And you mm-hmm. know, the fourth level is your stepping stone to FBI, and and the next level being Pre St. George, and then uh, you know, and then you can use it there. But I, again, I'm seeing a lot more snaffles in the FBI divisions than I ever have before, and now it's almost. I was at the nationals in Kentucky in November and I, I all of a sudden went, Oh, a double bridle. And you know, I was oh, wow. judging an FBI class. Yeah. So I, I think I'm seeing more snaffles than double bridles a lot of times. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like the, um, top hat helmet. Yeah. You know, when mm-hmm. I see a top hat now, I go, Are oh, you it's so strange. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can only see, you can only see those in CDI. Yeah. And even yeah. Steph, even Stephen Peters has now converted over to a helmet. Mm-hmm. He, so, and he used to be sort of the, the holdout. The hold yeah. You go to a, you, you did, I saw him at Del Mar and he was riding in a, in a top hat still. And I, it, Lars Peterson said to me years ago, I said, um, I said, so you don't, you don't want to ride in the helmet. You just, you want to ride in the top head. He said, well, you can still break your neck. And I said, well, that's, that's what he true. told me. <laughs> he told me that's exactly yeah. what he told me. He said, I, he said, they're going to have to, they're going to have to make me do it, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> he said, you can still break your neck. And my answer yep. was, yeah, but at least, you know, you did. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, if, you, if you have a helmet on. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think a lot of the uh, old European holdouts, I mean, I still see video clips on the internet, on Facebook and that kind of thing. People riding in Europe with no hats on. Oh, I know. I have photos all over of me riding in a 
baseball cap. Oh, I know. Remember, that was the thing. That was the thing. I'll never forget when Hannah wanted to do her first horse show. She wanted to warm up just in her baseball cap. And you remember the radios we we used to have that we put on her belt that you would talk, the walkie-talkies? And Hannah was six years old. I'm like, no, Hannah, you have to wear your helmet. She goes, well, you don't. I'm like, whatever. And at that moment when all this (laughs) stuff came through, I just kept thinking, wow, you just don't realize how much you can make an impression on kids. I mean, obviously your own kids, but still, it's 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 pretty crazy. I've had the privilege um, of knowing Courtney King Dye and meeting her several times and having met with her the, at the latest a couple of years ago. She came and sat with Lilo Four and I at a show um, at lunchtime, and she was there coaching. And it 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 is sad it's to see to what see. Can It's just yeah, yeah, it's just it's a tragedy. And she's aware of all of her uh, shortcomings and what she can and can't do and that kind of thing. That's the sad part. Her brain is still very good, um, yeah. but she, she's, she's aware and it's a real eye opener to say, okay. I mean, I was a holdout for a long time and, and, um, and, and I have, I have, they've done such great jobs with helmets lately as well, yeah. you know, with ventilation, they're not hot anymore and they're not, and they're lighter. They're so light. Yeah. Yeah. And not heavy anymore. And, I just, it's just not that big a deal to put it on. You know, when you're it's, on a horse and- it's interesting to see how it's rippled over into sort of the wilder sports like bull riding. I mean, you would rarely oh, yeah. ever see oh, yeah. a helmet on a bull rider. And yes, now but you do know that's a really good point. There. Well, and good here's, point. This, here's this one um, being a sport horse judge. It has now is now a rule that you have to have one uh, for a sport horse. You have to wear one. Wow. And well, I knew they did it yeah, with the juniors. They, when the juniors jog in the CDIs, they have to have their helmet on. Well, the the seniors have to have it in sport wow. right now. And, Interesting. Yeah, and there, there were complaints about it because it is hard to look over and see the horse. And, yeah. Um, it, it, it's, I have a funny feeling about it. Um, I can see. And the, then they went um, after the amateur handlers. And the, um, the the assistant handlers as well, who who can chase with a whip, that they also have. If they were eighteen and under, they had to wear a helmet. Now everybody does, and wow. there are a lot of people who are still complaining about it. And and I I have to, I do have to say that the majority of the injuries that I've seen in hand are kicks to the body, mm. um, and that that kind of thing. Not not anything that a helmet would have. All the ones that I have personally witnessed are not the ones that a helmet would have, have uh, stopped. Right. But you just never know, you know, and um, it is very dangerous. It's almost, I find sometimes more dangerous to run a horse in hand than it is. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree. I mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. But so, uh, and they've gotten all used to it now and everybody's wearing, and they still have to have the, the helmets that are approved and everything, which I, I'm not sure that, the, the TDs go around and really check that, that they're at the ASTM approved. But, um, but it's, you know, I, I, I think things are, you know, going in the way to um, keep people safe and mm-hmm. keep the sport safe. Yeah. So, and that's a good thing. Yeah. There's a lot of things we took for granted for a long time, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, and all of us, I mean, I rode for years with no saddle and on horses I didn't know and, you know, with no, with no helmet and we're all, you know, but for the grace of God, we, Mm -hmm. we made it, but (laughs) 
it could have it could have happened to any of us. And Courtney's horse was not malicious; it just no. had his legs tangled up. Yep. In a in a leg yield. So. Um, yep. But so, and you know, it 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 falls over into to uh, other sports as well. I mean, football. And you're not, it doesn't mean you're not going to get a concussion, but I think it can lessen it, you know, for sure. And lessen the effect. Oh yeah, for sure. Did you all have any ideas of things that you would like to see changing in 2018? Well, I definitely want four, three to change, (laughs) 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 which is going to happen anyway, but uh, (laughs) sorry. I don't know why anybody rides it anyway. (laughs) I know. Uh, yeah, and I'm seeing very little of the intermediate A and B test. Okay, anymore. yeah, that's. It. I was going to ask you. Um, so, do you think that they'll eventually do away with that, or what? I, I there occasionally are a couple, but you know, you pee off from the walk, and right. um, that's that's a little odd. Um, but it's because um, it's not the same rhythm of the gate, so that's a yeah. Little but that strange, was in but, the old I two test. Mm-hmm. To be off on the walk. Yeah. Well, Is it, it was a couple I twos ago. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, so I'm not seeing a lot of those. Um, uh, but I'm seeing a lot more third and fourth level rides. I mean, I remember when I was trying to find third and fourth level rides around the country when I was going for my large R, there, there weren't even two or three people in the class. And we had to have uh, at least four in the class for it to count for our apprenticing. And um, those classes are a lot bigger now than they used to be. So, um, and I think in general, the riding seems to be um, a little better. I think the necks aren't as restricted as they were. Oh, that's, that's good. Really come- yeah, I think it's come up a lot. I, I did um, five regional finals last year in the nationals. Uh, and then this year I did um, a regional and the nationals and I've done a lot of FDI and I, um, I'm just seeing that, you know, the necks are, allowed to be a little bit longer and the, uh, that's the, good to hear the, yeah and the contact is better and i think people were trying to emulate you know some of the international riders watching them in the warm-up and that kind of thing and and it you know yes it gets your horse round, but it doesn't get them through mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. well and they're seeing, also not riding horses that are lit up like firecrackers yeah and are so electric right. to the leg that they have the impulsion to go through and over the neck. So when you have a horse behind the leg and then you put it it too deep and too short, you know, then you just end up being on the forehand and it doesn't, and a tight restricted neck. Yeah. Well, in, and in the judges training programs and in our forums and in our discussions, we are, we do not give any, very high respectable mark for horses that are consistently behind the vertical. Yeah. And and I've always had an issue with, with dinging a horse on submission for that because um, it's not the horse's fault. If you let go of the reins, it doesn't stand like that. It's the rider making that happen. So I tend to be much harsher on the rider than on the horse. If the horse goes around and does the whole test behind the vertical with its chin near its chest i think it's being submissive frankly mm-hmm. that's a good point so, um yeah I, if it goes and does everything with a short restricted neck i think it's being a saint yeah. um, and, <laughs> in fact i know, want to score I, for that that's what i want changed i want sainthood put in <laughs> <laughs> and, and there would be a few that we would give it to that's mm-hmm. for sure 
That's for sure. You know, yeah. the, the one big change I'd like to see in the, in the industry, in the equine industry in 2018, is, is a much greater focus from our, our, the legal system on abuse. Mm. Abuse to the horse? Yeah, I'm not talking about dressage or riding. I'm talking yeah. about uh, how oh, the yeah. horses are kept and um I would agree with that a thousand percent situation and the starving situation and um I mean they give these people so many chances. You yeah. know, they come by and they say, okay, you know, you gotta make sure you got water and hay and and then they come by another couple of weeks and you know, it it, it it takes so long for anything to happen. And then, they, you know, then you've got to go through rescuing the horses. And then the, the, the time that they actually finally get their day in court is it's so long. And then the penalty is a misdemeanor. Right. It, it, it's it's amazing to me if it was a human, they would be right. social services would be on it quickly but if it's an animal a dog or a horse or a goat or whatever it's like well you know it's property it's livestock it's and well, i just, we just you know, i see too much we of this just, coming across social media i mean no, all I over know. the country yeah. well and there are a lot of happy endings yes I mean, that's, yes we, we that's wanna, a very good point we want to un- end up on um, yeah. a, a, an upbeat note is mm-hmm. that with the rescues, with um, auction horses, a lot of times they end up in way better situations than what they yeah. were found in and have, you know, wonderful new owners and live very, very happy lives. Yeah. So yeah. Um, in, in, in looking forward to 2018, let's just, you know, make sure our animals are healthy and happy and mm-hmm. um and look out for ones that don't belong to us, you know, right. so that yeah. Just we can keep your eyes open. Yeah, we can, yes, exactly. Keep your eyes open. All right, Carter. All right. We're okay, going to change well, the world. We're going to change the world. Hello, people. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be one of those it's going to be that of kind days. of a day, is it? I'm incredibly busy and important. How may I serve you today? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Tigger, uh, Tigger, shall I ask? Um, yes, Hedy, she'll ask. Question? Yeah. Hedy, we, w- we were just wondering um, what... Yes, Jennifer's here. I'm here. No, Glenn. I was concerned Glenn might be there. No, he's no, not. No, 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 Glenn's no, Glenn's not here. But but Glenn would like to know um, <laughs> what what would be a New Year's resolution for you. Oh, I'm sure Glenn would like to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Freaky little monkey that he is. <laughs> Um, my New Year's resolution for me. Can I make it for my staff or just for myself? For both. For both, yeah. Well, in the case of my staff, I have several. <laughs> um, my servant needs to learn to be more timely in all things. 
such as anticipating my needs and providing things before I know I need them. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, okay. So the hallmark of an excellent servant is discreet anticipatory service. Which means the things I want are available to me before I know that I want them. Understand. Yes, this that is makes sense. an issue right now. I often find myself wanting things for up to 10 or 15 minutes before they are provided. Oh, that's terrible. That's what I'm saying. So that's something that I feel my servant must resolve to improve. Okay. Okay. Um, is there... Is there anything that you yourself need to uh, um, think about for this uh, you know, upcoming what, year? What 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 do you want to change? Well, I'm pretty great. <laughs> I guess it's probably time to begin going through some of my material for my autobiography. That's probably what I'll be going. Oh. Organized for my autobiography. So okay, didn't see that coming, Tig. <laughs> no, no, that, that didn't I see was that think, coming. I was still thinking jets. Yeah, I'm still back in jets and cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, those are things I want, but that's not things I need to do. The world needs my autobiography. Uh huh. Uh, and who's going to uh, write this? Me. It's an autobiography. Are you simple? <laughs> She's just not listening. <laughs> I can tell. You know, discreet anticipatory listening is a skill we can all work on. <laughs> okay, Tig, you just put yourself in the path. Whoa, and I'm spending the winter with yeah. Hetty. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, we all like to think you might improve, though, to be frank, we have little hope. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, <laughs> on that cheery on note, that, yes. On that cheery note, I'm just going to jump off a bridge. <laughs> I'm disappointed, Hedwig. Again. 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 <laughs> well, Hetty, we all hope that you have a wonderful Christmas and do get everything that you have asked for. This <laughs> one verse of my new song. Oh yeah, we're oh, ready. Yeah. It's been very cold here, as you might know. And so I've, I've written a little song. Okay. In my mind, I'm going to knock the hatchies. <laughs> Can't you hear the flies buzz? Can't you just feel the warm sun? Ain't it just like staff of mine to drive for two days? I'm going to knock the hatchies. In my truck. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely. So inspired. Yes. Thanks. Well, you'll you'll be there very soon, Hetty. Two weeks. Soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm well, sure. Have, have a very happy holiday and a great New Year and a safe drive. And um, I will see you in Wellington.
So we're at the Tigopedia section of our program. And I thought in lieu of the, um, or in light of uh, people traveling to Wellington, Tigger, I wanted to get your tips on uh, nutritional tips for horses that are traveling. And Wellington's just an example, but just, you know, in general. So my um, number one uh, nutritional tip is probiotics. Mm. Keeping the gut happy. And so I highly recommend, you know, starting if if your horse isn't on probiotics, start a couple of days before you leave, um, give while you're traveling, give a day or two after and just keep, you know, the gut happy. Um, Electrolytes or, you know, Celtic sea salt or Himalayan salt, always important um, when you're traveling to keep the horse hydrated and drinking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. and other than that, I, my whole thing is keep it simple. You know, if your horse has immune issues before you leave, put them on colostrum just yeah. before it becomes a full-blown problem. We know that horses going into states like Florida that haven't been there before can just react. So their immune system is just overwhelmed by the different bugs and mm-hmm. fungus and mold. So put your horse on colostrum, start a few days before you ship, you know, a week or so when you get there and, you know, help the horse, uh, help the horse's immune system deal with um, all these various bugs they've never seen before. Um, I, I don't really believe in oiling. Um, some people do mashes. Mm. Um, I think if you do a mash, which is fine, just make sure you've got alfalfa in the, in, uh, pellets or cubes in there to help balance the calcium-phosphorus ratio. Right. And again, don't change a lot. You know, yep. Horses don't like a lot of change. And for the horses that, that get stressy on a trip, you know, I, I'm I'm a big believer in gastroguard for short-term use. Yep. Um, and the other thing is, I would you know I really recommend Biostar's Theracom because it deals with the brain gut adrenal axis. And when horses ship, they're under stress, so you've got more cortisol. It elevates the stomach acids, which can make the horse more uncomfortable. And in there, it can in, affect the norepinephrine in their brain, which makes them a little tense and nervous. And and Theracom will quiet the brain, calm down the cortisol, and reduce the inflammation in the gut. And you can use it as needed. So those oh, are my basic Yeah, and that's tips. good, isn't it? And so, okay, going back to the probiotics, what type of probiotics do you, um, that's always, everybody always says it to me, that's great. What do you mean by probiotics? Where do you get them? How do you give them? Are there different types? There are a lot of different types. And the, the important thing with a probiotic is the CFUs, colony-forming units. Right. That tells you how active it is. Okay. So it's required by law. If you have an active, viable probiotic, you must list the CFUs on the label. Right. Most probiotics, the, even especially the most popular ones, have very low CFUs, 20 million 30 million, 40 million. According to the University of Toronto at Gulf, you need 100 billion CFUs minimally. So you want to look for a probiotic that's multi-strained because the gut isn't just one strain. It's 
thousands. So you want to look for a probiotic that offers different bacteria, lactobacillus, acidophilus, bifidus, that's at least 100 billion CFUs per serving. And a lot of these probiotics that are low in CFUs, you have to feed like 20 ounces to get to 100 right. billion. Okay. So um, CFUs are the key. I, I can tell you with Biostar's Bioflora, we, we actually micro-encapsulate it. So it protects the um, bacteria from air, oxygen, wow. okay. and from being destroyed by the acids in the stomach, which can, you know, burn through steel. So right. a lot of, of uh, bacteria is actually killed in the, in the stomach before it even gets to the small intestine. So that's why we micro-encapsulate. That, so, and what does micro-encapsulate mean? It means that it's coated. Okay. Um, and it's coated with a gel. You can't see it. Okay. You can see it under a microscope. That's called micro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's what used to be called enteric coating, where it's coated to break down in other places, not the stomach. Okay. That's pretty cool. Well, that's, that's, um, that's, that's pretty cool because I think this is helpful even for people that aren't doing big trips even to Wellington. But just some some horses have the same problems just traveling locally. Right. Where I have a lot of clients that have you know, used the Theracom and they've had great success. By the way, it's also great for dogs. I'm sure it's good for cats. I just never had to use it for a cat. Um, but um, yeah, that's and that's good to know. And I have just recently been looking into probiotics for myself, and it's I just learned all about the. CFUs and um, mm-hmm. how important that is and how hard that is to get. Yes. So, well, good. This was good information for this time of year. Thank you, Tigger. You're welcome, Patty P. And here we're at Critter Nutrition and we're going to talk about what product to use when. And this is Biostar products, of course. So we'll start with probiotics, bioflora or bio-yeast. Biostar's bioflora combines different strains of active cooling microorganisms from the lactobacillus family that help cool the fire or inflammation in the GI tract. It is recommended for horses with loose stools or diarrhea, horses on antibiotic or warming therapy, and horses under stress. Biostar's bio-yeast is a warming probiotic provides two strains of active yeast that work primarily in the hindgut to digest fiber and maintain a proper pH. It is recommended for helping horses gain and maintain weight and is especially beneficial to hard keepers, older horses, and horses on limited turnout or in dirt paddocks. Chia seeds or flax seeds. Both of these foods are excellent sources of omega-3, but chia has some notable noticeable additional benefits. It is high. It is a high mucilage seed that helps slow the digestion of carbohydrates, making it an excellent choice for easy keepers and metabolic horses. The mucilage in chia also can easily replace products like psyllium to help remove sand from the GI tract. Chia also provides the amino acid proline, which is a major constituent of collagen. This is particularly important for horses with connective tissue challenges or weaknesses. Hemp seed oil or camelina oil. Both of these oils provide omega-3, 6, and 9. Hemp seed oil is lower in omega-3 than camelina, but also provides 
gamma linoleic acid, which camelina does not. GLA is used by the body to regulate the prostaglandins, which are hormone-like substances involved with inflammation and blood flow. Because of hemp oil's GLA content, it is an excellent choice for reducing inflammation in the GI tract and is highly recommended for hindgut ulcers. Camelina oil is one of the richest sources of vitamin E, making it an excellent choice for horses needing vitamin E augmentation, horses needing the antioxidant support of vitamin E, and horses with EPM, EPSM, or PSSM. One of the advantages of a whole food vitamin E is that it provides the family of tocopherols, not just the isolated D-alpha tocopherol. Biostar's hemp oil and camelina oil are not solvent extracted or heat processed. They are both cold-pressed oils providing higher bioavailability. Starlight or Cool Star Biostar's Starlight is an electrolyte formula like no other. It provides three different sources of electrolytes and trace minerals plus sea vegetables from Himalayan sea salt, Himalayan black lava salt, Celtic sea salt, and the nutritional seaweed. It, making it the most comprehensive electrolyte supplement on the market. Most equine electrolyte su supplements use inorganic forms of electrolyte minerals, carbonates and oxides, and the laboratory created potassium chloride, which is commonly used for making fertilizer, de-icing products, and included in the three-drug cocktail used for executions by lethal injection. Biostar's Cool Star is a body cooling formula that provides a variety of foods that are cooling to the system. Cucumbers, butternut squash, parsley, fennel, mango, coconut, sunflower seeds, and chia. Also included are Biostar's cooling probiotics, Bioflora, plus Hawaiian black lava salt for additional mineral support. The variety of foods in Cool Star also supports greater diversity of beneficial microorganisms in the GI tract. Starlight can be used year-round for daily electrolyte needs. Cool Star is used as needed when heat and or humidity requires more body cooling. This is especially beneficial on days that a horse works or competes in hot weather, helping the horse to cool from the inside out. Furnace or Circuvate. Biostar's furnace provides foods high in the amino acid arginine which is a substrate for nitric oxide, the master circulatory molecule in the body. By stimulating nitric oxide production, we increase circulation. This is beneficial for healing connective tissue, providing more blood supply to the feet and joints, and bringing more oxygen to the muscles. It is in a convenient bar cookie, which makes it easy to feed. Biostar's Circuvate is the next generation of nitric oxide-supporting supplements that can increase circulation and vasodilation. We refer to Circuvate as Furnace 2.0. Provides the patented extract from Indian gooseberry, Capros, which has eight published studies behind it, showing its ability to increase nitric oxide production by 54%, as well as increased production of the super-antioxidant glutathione. The benefits of Circuvate are improved oxygenation of tissues, removal of toxins and metabolic waste, enhanced healing, reduction of inflammation, and oxidative stress. Circuvate is a powder. Equilibrium, True Balance, or Theracom. These supplements fall under the stress category as all three address adrenal support and reduction of cortisol. 
Biostar's equilibrium contains ashwagandha, a sacred Ayurvedic plant classified as an adaptogen. Herbs in the adaptogen category are capable of balancing the endocrine, glandular, and circulatory systems. Ashwagandha also helps stimulate the production of the neurotransmitter serotonin. Increased serotonin in the brain helps horses focus and feel more relaxed. Equilibrium includes foods high in magnesium for muscle relaxation. For horses that don't need calming, Biostar's True Balance is a wonderful choice. It provides holy basil, another adaptogenic plant that reduces cortisol like ashwagandha, but does not stimulate serotonin. True Balance also provides medicinal mushrooms for kidney, liver, and immune support. Biostar's Theracom is for horses that need increased calming with GI tract support. It is a blend of holy basil and ashwagandha with casein, a protein that increases serotonin levels. Theracom also provides whey protein, which is a rich source of the amino acid glutamine that protects gastric mucosa, important for the horses with gastric ulcers. Theracom is an excellent choice for horses that are on layup, are overreactive in periods of stress, or need mental relaxation. Furnace or comfort zone. Biostar's furnace increases circulation by opening the capillaries, while Biostar's comfort zone closes the capillaries to reduce heat and inflammation. For horses that are stiff but get less stiff after moving around, furnace is the best choice. For horses that are stiff and don't improve with movement, comfort zone ultra is the best choice. If you are dealing with inflammation, use comfort zone ultra, which provides the inflammation-reducing plants, Boswellia and turmeric. Comfort zone is also terrific for sore muscles or for those days the horse has worked very hard or been competing on difficult footing. There are situations like hoof syndrome and navicular disease that may warrant using both furnace and comfort zone, similar to the com- common veterinary protocol of using isoxaprine with bute. Which products for joints? Nutritional support for the joints, which includes bone connective tissue cartilage, the whole joint, in fact, is the job of Biostar's FlexWell. It provides the body what it needs to make glucosamine sulfate, along with additional bone connective tissue and antioxidant support. If you are looking for a multinutritional formula that includes whole food, vitamins, and minerals, plus FlexWell, then both Optimum JS and Optimum Senior JS are excellent choices. For the older, stiffer horse, combining Furnace with FlexWell provides a dynamic duo of increased circulation, which helps reduce stiffness along with the total joint support of FlexWell. Ultrahoof or Impulsion? There are many hoof supplements on the market with the same fundamental ingredients, biotin, methionine, copper, and zinc. What makes UltraHoof different is that the biotin, methionine, copper, and zinc are bound to yeast, increasing bioavailability and absorption. UltraHoof has the added benefit of providing hawthorn berry powder for circulatory support, helping to drive more of the nutrients needed by the foot to the foot, plus bovine colostrum for cellular repair and support. If you don't see an improvement in your horse's feet in 90 days on UltraHoof, it may be that your horse's hooves need deeper cellular support from the mitochondria. This is where impulsion becomes an important hoof formula because it provides the bioresin shilajit that helps the mitochondria function more efficiently. It has been shown that mitochondrial dysfunction affects ATP, muscles, organs, 
tissue repair, as well as chronic inflammation. The mitochondria reside in large numbers outside the nucleus of every cell. When the mitochondria become less functional, hooves may become more brittle and grow more slowly. If your horse is metabolic and has foot issues, including laminitis, several studies have confirmed a mitochondrial dysfunction in humans suffering from metabolic diseases. Helping to restore a healthy mitochondria is particularly important for metabolic horses. Listen to your intuition. With feed choices and supplement choices, always listen to your intuition. If something doesn't feel right for your horse, listen to that little voice. It is your horse speaking to you. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. So now we're at Coffee Clatch, and we're going to talk about our New Year's resolutions, both our funny ones and maybe our more um, intent ones. So, Pat, Patty P., what do you have? Which one do you want me to go with? Whatever, whatever comes to. Okay, because I'm going to tell you, both of mine are very serious. <laughs> what? Yeah, I totally am winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's time. It's time. So are you, you know, are you playing, you know, Powerball and Well, every time the the what there was one time it was about a year ago, I don't know, it was like fifty gazillion dollars or something and Peter went out and he bought he bought a hundred tickets. And the funny thing was is I really started to think about what I would do. Like <laughs> And even though I knew I wasn't going to win, I still was really disappointed. So I've just chosen to, that's not going to happen this year. So I'm very serious about that. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, One that I know I have control over, which we talked about a little bit earlier, is I am definitely taking more vacations. I'm actually, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to take days off. Uh Uh-huh. That's going to happen. And. I know, but I'm really going to do it. <laughs> and every time I say this, everybody at, at this point, you know that emoji with your eyes up? If I could yeah. make that one with the eye roll, like I would be, maybe that should be my New Year's resolution. Um, but I really am going to do it. And I'm going to take more vacations. I just had so much fun and felt so, there was such a difference in my life when we went to Colorado. Yeah. So yeah. we're definitely planning um, a family vacation again, which is awesome. And, but I'm going to do um, a bunch of little mini ones and I'm, you know, and I'm actually going to do it with Peter, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> Imagine that, a vacation yeah. with your significant other. I know, and he's actually really excited about it, which is really good. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. So those are my two very. Oh, those are really serious. good. Yeah, and they're serious. 
they're serious. Just saying. Yes. What about you, Jen? What do you What do you have? I had to think long and hard about this. I'm not much for resolutions, but yeah, I don't like the word because it's yeah, so setting yourself up for failure. But there's something yeah, that's been kind of on a pretty light, pretty regular basis. It it kind of it bugs me, and it it I get reminded pretty regularly. I'm going to go in and clean out my DVR. <laughs> Okay. There are like okay. 180 okay. episodes of Designated Survivor in there that I'm just never going to watch. Okay. I have to admit it. I have to own up to it. Just okay. face the truth. I'm not going to watch them. It's okay. I can delete them. Do, do you feel better? Do you, that's kind of cleansing, I would think. <sighs> I, you know, it's so easy to say, but then when I go to hit the delete button, I go, oh, man, but what happens if, you know, some yeah. some weekend comes along and we're having a hurricane and I'm stuck in the house and Mythbusters isn't on. What am I going to do if I've deleted all of the designated survivors? That's a very good point. Serious stuff. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to help you with that. Tigger, can you help her with that? Uh, no, because one of my New Year's resolution is to actually learn how to use the DVR. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's not a bad one. Okay, well, I think I think that you have a friend right there that can help you with that. So. <laughs> yeah. But don't listen to her about the storage part of it. <laughs> she doesn't let go. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a, okay. Yeah, I'm a DVR hoarder. Yeah. So what about you, Tiggs? Yeah, tell us. Well, Anything else? Um, one thing that um, I'm going to do is uh, write a new book. Wow, good for you. So close well, on the heels. My goodness. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've been really inspired to write about trees and to write from the point of view of a tree. Oh, so cool. um, it's, it's interesting. I've been waking up in the morning and feeling like a tree. Feeling like a tree? <laughs> like a really old tree. <laughs> okay. Do you um, need some water? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've dropped all my leaves. Okay. You're hibernating. Uh, yeah. Um, but what it, it's done is it's opened up this channel of all the stuff I need to learn. So Interesting. Because um, I'm going to write it from the point of view of at least five different trees. And, and interwoven in this is the story of a family and their successive generations and how they will interact with a certain tree in a certain part of the U.S., which will give me the opportunity to be that tree and share that species story with the humans. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's also kind of grandiose to think that I could possibly write this. But well, but you know, I just, all I kept going is like, she really is that much smarter than me. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know, not that you know, I ever doubted it. It, it. It's not about smart. It's I probably ordered in the last week oh eight books from Amazon just on trees. Wow. I'm I'm going to learn about trees so that I can speak for them. Well that's you so you're motivated. That's quick. I see I love that. And tell their story. Yeah. So I'm going to start out as an old apple tree in Maine in 1850. Okay, that's like I would... I'm going to be old when I'm telling the story, but the apple tree started her life in 1850 in Maine. 
Because okay, Maine's big apple growing state then. Wow. No. Do you know that in the by the turn of the century, by, by the 1900s, there was 5,000 varieties of apples in the U.S.? No. Really? Yeah, we're down to eight. What you buy in the grocery huh. store, there are eight varieties, and there have been 5,000. So there are lots of little farms all up and down the East Coast, out in Oregon and Washington, that are working to bring back, you know, some of the heirloom old, old apple trees. And there's an old guy in Maine, and he has spent the last 40 years going into people's backyards and and discovering their old apple tree and, you know, taking a cutting and finding out. I mean, the varieties, the names, you know, a farmer would name a variety that he just created by grafting. And he'd create a whole new apple. Because here's the thing about an apple seed. If you take an apple from a tree that the apple tastes really great and it's sweet and crunchy and everything you want in an apple. And you take the core and you put it in the ground. Every Any tree that comes out of that core, out of that seed, will have it, an apple that's different from the parent. Because wow. they are all unique. Each seed is unique. Oh, that's really cool. Isn't that amazing? Well, I would have never known that. I mean, that's pretty cool. Who knew apples? It's apples. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, who so, knew? Yeah. Pretty cool. I am feeling that maybe my um, winning the lottery thing <laughs> it looks, it doesn't look anything as good as comparison to your thing. I think I need to have new ones. <laughs> I think oh, your wait, vacation but is awesome. And I do, I, too. I want to do that, too. Yeah. After yeah. I finish the book. <laughs> yeah, or you could do that on vacation. Well, that's one reason I'm going back to Alaska. Mm. Is I'm going to write about the Sitka spruce. Um, so I need to go back and, you know, talk to them. The spruce. And visit with them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will probably be the last tree um, that I write about because it's... I won't get there till August, so I've right. got, you know, seven months to get this done, you know, and, you know, run two companies. and Yeah, you got some stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, and, and you always give me crap. Okay, um, I, I know what your nearest resolution is going to be next year, just saying. And go. I Good also want to learn how to fly. Really? Yeah, not in a plane. Oh. I want to fly like- myself, you know. Gonna get collect yourself some feathers and some wax? No, no, no. Leave my body fly. Oh, well, there oh. you go. When you hey, when you get a handle on that, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I finally just got grounded. <laughs> <laughs> we can compare notes. <laughs> Teleporting yourself would be, I mean, even not in a Star Trek where you take your body with you, but just to be able to, you know, get out into the ethers. Well, I think that would be pretty cool. That's why I wanted a winged horse. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> got this flying thing on the brain, so I think yeah, I apparently you you may yeah you gotta you gotta ride that thing out. 
So let us know what your New Year's resolutions are, and um, maybe we'll have a follow-up in a couple months. Yeah, see, there you go. See how yeah, we're yeah, doing. That's a good idea. <laughs> yep. See how we're all doing. Okay, that's you a great idea. Out if Jennifer actually cleaned well, out. I think that's going to be the most interesting. It's going to be dun-dun-dun. <sighs> see, now that I've She's- mentioned it, there's pressure. <laughs> that's time. what a resolution's all and about. We're not going to forget. And you're accountable now because you've said it to your buddy. So, <laughs> and you know she's going on vacation soon. I know. I am very. Je- I'm very jealous and very happy for you. I'm glad. Good for you. <laughs> Clean up be- DVR before you go. There you go. Yay! Because <laughs> then you'll feel like free. You know, light. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. We'll maybe see. I'll, no maybe I'll just maybe I'll just take out a couple of a couple of episodes of ginormous food and leave. The there you go. Just see how you feel. Just see how you feel. Okay. You know, just dip your toe in the water. Just see yeah. how you feel. Baby steps. That's it. Baby yeah, steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Perfect. Uh, one last question. I already know Jen Jennifer's answer, but Patty, have you gone to see the Last Jedi? Oh, you're so cute, um, <laughs> Tigger. I love you. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't worry. Jennifer and I haven't gone either. Well, Peter brought Ray already. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. And, um, yeah, because Ray was like, hey. Well, poor thing. He had the flu all last week. I mean, was super, super sick. And, um, he's, you know, when he started to feel better, better he's like. The flu, then be he's like, well, yeah, let's go to the movies. And I'm like, okay, what do you want to go see? And he goes, Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have not, and I probably won't, but I can, I'll get snippets and pretend I have so that the next time you ask, I can say, yeah, what about that one scene, <laughs> you know, where I do know some stuff that happens, I am going to say that, but I'm not going to. Don't tell me. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you nothing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that Star Wars doesn't speak to you. I, it just never has, you know, a couple years ago, I think I told you this, we were, well, it was Phoebe's uh, first Christmas we had with Matt and Phoebe as a married couple. So they've been married a year and they all wanted to watch all the Star Wars, uh, you know, and get, I don't know how many there are. And I they had it on for, I think, 10 minutes. And I think I was completely out cold. I think they drew a mustache on me. Some other things happened. So I'm kind of traumatized now. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. There we go. Well, folks, right. it's time it's time to wrap folks. this party up. Yep. So let us know what your New Year's resolution is. Go to healthycritters.com or see us on our Facebook page, Healthy Critters Radio. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box. Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot. Waddle with your walrus. Outwit your otter. Cuddle your cows. Rap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging your hog. 
We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon, gyrate with your giraffe, meditate with a meerkat, Uber with your orangutan, Facebook with your flamingo, ponder with your panda, walk with your wookie, yawn with your yak, Twitter with your toucan, go raining with your reindeer, Dropbox your dragon. (laughs) 